0: Oh, <laughs> my Just so you know, when I eventually get struck off for all of the ethically dubious stuff that happens inside this room, I'm becoming a private investigator. I think I already have most of the attributes. The inquisitive mind, patience, the understanding of the inherently grey morals of intergalactic society. Hey, I said if I get caught, let me at least try to get through an orbit here. (laughs) So, are we gonna do it? You know what? Are we going to look her up? Oh, don't act like the professor never researched their patients. Why not? I did a rotation on that big reformatory on Dymos and I used to look up patients all the time. It's the most fun part of working at a prison. Well, that's why you never look them up before you treat them. Besides, she's not my patient anymore. I discharged her. Are you doing it? Oh my god! I, I knew it. I knew it. Maya Argowal. Wait, let me scroll. I, I literally remember this. My partner, uh, the conspiracy theorist I told you about, she got so sucked into this black hole of, I hesitate to even call them articles, they were just nonsense, um, that said not only was Maya trying to steal the shuttle, she was trying to take the Princess of Io hostage. Well, the, the princess was sick, practically bedbound. And also, like, four Earth years old. I mean, steal a few shuttles, a priceless bit of art here and there, but... A child? She didn't get away with it, did she? So... Yeah. It is odd how interested in galactic affairs Earth people are, given how few of them move out here. Open that article? Wow, that's quite the criminal career. <laughs> Fine. You ready? Date five six eight one two seven three two. Patient. Uh, what do you think, Zach? I really hate that they just give them numbers. <laughs> Matters to me. Patient, Maya. DPCC ID 18 human. Patient ID 0651528. My patient, a 10 vesta year old or 36-earth-year-old inmate at the Deer Permanent Correctional Centre, was referred to the clinic today by the on-site prison doctor for an unidentifiable rash. As per protocol, she was accompanied by two of the centre's Duthgrund prison guards. I think that's the most crowded this room has been so far, don't you? Doothgrind aren't exactly known for their petite frame. (laughs) No. Like most detention centres, the managers at Deer Permanent Correctional Centre prefer their staff to be built like rhinoceroses, with twice the bulk and four times the horns. I don't know why the prison doctor sent them all the way out here. They must have passed at least ten other hospitals on the way. Oh yeah, we are free. And I guess the people counting the creds don't particularly care how long or uncomfortable the journey is. After a little logistical shuffling, I told my patients to just get settled on the examination bench. The guard who was attached to her wrist and waist by the sizzling cords of emerald, which prevented Maya from escaping, stood to the left of the bench, uncomfortably. I gestured for the other ones to take a seat, which they declined, in favour of standing in front of the door. The only person who seemed to feel nervous about that was... Me. <laughs> I hovered by your screen sec and tried to ignore the feeling of Dooth Grund Number Two's eyes on the back of my neck. When I introduced myself, my patient smiled and immediately winced as the blistered skin around her mouth cracked and split. At any rate, it looked like it would have been a friendly smile before the pain stole it away. She told me I could call her Maya, if I liked. When asked to explain in her own words what had brought her to clinic, Maya laughed softly wiggling a set of bandaged fingers at me and gesturing weakly at her face. My patient reported suffering from a rash, which, if we ignore the time they spent in cryo-travelling here, came on suddenly yesterday afternoon with no clear... No. Let's say no reported precipitant. The rash covered both palms, the palmar aspect of the fingers, and the interdigital spaces, as well as a small patch under the crook of her neck and around her mouth. She said she noticed the rash shortly after her afternoon nap, and it developed into the angry blistered expanse that she was wearing to clinic over the course of the evening, at which point her guards insisted she seek medical attention. When probed further, Maya explained that it's possible but highly unlikely that someone could have interfered with her skin or poisoned her in some other way while she was asleep, unless it was one of her guards that did it. At this point she shared a look with the giant by the door that was… playful? Almost a challenge. <clears throat> right. I broke this intention in the room with an awkward cough. The rash was itchy, but the ointment that the prison doctor had laid from underneath the bandages covering her hands was helping with that. She reported no red alerts for infections, such as fever, malaise, or discharge from the rash. No headache, no bleeding from anywhere she shouldn't be bleeding from. It was just a weird rash. I know there were a lot of questions, but... There were a lot of things to rule out. Yeah, well, I could tell there was something she wasn't telling me. My patient described her usual daytime routine to me. The correctional centre keeps a tight leash on its occupants, and it sounded as though there was scarcely a second of Maya's day that couldn't be accounted for. She said she worked in parts. Parts? I repeated. Oh, yeah, the DCC ships in space junk. Wrecked ships, old shuttle consoles, that kind of thing. We fix them up so they can be sold on. I tried to picture it. Hundreds of inmates in the lurid spacesuits they were forced into, tinkering with the electronics of a shuttle that could so easily be an escape route if they were brave or stupid enough. Is that a good idea? (laughs) My skepticism must have shown on my face because both Maya and the guard she was attached to laughed. I probed a bit more. No, Maya had no contact with chemicals or foodstuffs during her work. She hadn't eaten anything new. No one else had the same symptoms, and she hadn't upset a fellow inmate recently. Look, Maya gestured to her face in a testy movement that looked painful. I don't go around kissing the shuttles in the parts lab. It was becoming clear that she was getting bored of my questions, so I decided to take a detour. The grunt blocked out most of the light above the examination bench, and when I frowned at the jagged shadow they cast, Maya pushed them out of the way with a bandaged fist. The movement pulled taut the cord of emerald light which connected them. The guard must have noticed the wary look I gave it as Maya pulled off her bandages with a series of unhappy grunts. It will not hurt you, they assured me in a deep bellow of some vague Jovian dialect that I'd just about understood. Still, my eyes kept being drawn to the cords which shackled Maya to the guard. I wonder how long it took for her to learn to wear them like an accessory rather than chains. I'm rambling. Well, you're getting better and better at editing out my rambling by the day sec. I wouldn't have thought you'd have any issues with this. Examination revealed an extensive rash that was, um, red and blistery and dry. Oh, you are scathing when you want to be. I'll use my doctor words when I remember what they are, Okay. I only had, like, two weeks on human dermatology, and that was, what, four or five years ago? More? Examination revealed an extensive erythematous and vesicular rash with irregular borders which covered the palms, the sides of the fingers, and the anterior aspect of the neck. There was evidence of... Mouth. Um, you know uh, stomatitis, yes? I thought so. There was also evidence of scratching, which is, uh, excoriation. Stars, I'm struggling today. There was also evidence of excoriation across the palms, and I noted that several of the blisters on the neck had burst, but there was no worrying features of infection, such as uh, crusting or purulent discharge. The rash was tender as I ran a gloved finger over its angry surface. Thankfully, none of the skin sloughed away under my touch, thus ruling out an early case of shedding syndrome. There was a nasty outbreak of it at the prison I did that rotation on, and. stars. It would be fine by me if I never, ever again come across the papery cast offs of a cell block full of human skin. <laughs> on closer inspection of the mouth, I noticed that the lips were slightly swollen with cracks splitting the skin of her cheek into dramatic red lines as though as though she'd bitten into a cartoon explosion from one of the Sunday morning streams. It's disgusting, isn't it? She said, staring politely up at the ceiling as I got right into her personal space. There was a brief moment where I wondered if she could feasibly strangle me with the glowing cords which connected her handcuffs, but the guards would probably have got to her before she had time to finish me off. It makes you think, really about the amount of time you spend in a relatively soundproofed room with complete strangers, many of whom are carnivorous and known to partake in a cheeky slice of human in the pre-treaty days. Sorry, sorry, I know I'm rambling. Anyway, I asked my patient if it made it better, if I told her that I'd seen much worse things than her rash in my time. I'm not sure, she admitted. 0185505 is very particular about her looks. Is... What, I think the guard at the door shouted over? My patient's brown cheeks went slightly... erythematous. (laughs) She blushed, and insisted that she had a life to get back to when she was released. Her mouth tugged into the slyest smile her rash would allow. The rest of the examination was normal, and there was no evidence of similar skin changes elsewhere on the skin. My vital signs were within normal ranges. I was confident that the rash wasn't due to some underlying sepsis, and was happy to rule it out. From the lack of history and my examination findings, I was starting to land on a likely diagnosis, but it was a difficult landing, and I felt the need to circle in space a while before I was sure I could stick the descent. My patient insisted that the only time she was out of sight of the guards was when she was using the toilet or showering. It was clear that she didn't appreciate the implications of my questions. And the prison population, I started to ask, and was abruptly informed by both guards that it is a correctional centre. Not a prison. She said what she said, Maya mumbled. Maya informed me that the correctional centre is pretty close to Themisto, so it takes a lot of themites. I also ascertained, to the general confusion of the rest of the clinic room, that the referring doctor from the correctional centre wasn't human. See, no disrespect to my fellow professionals, and I'm sure I also fall victim to this sometimes. But there are a lot of different sentient organisms in this galaxy alone. No single physician can know everything about their own species, never mind all the other ones. And beyond that, we're just as susceptible to bias as anyone else. Common is common, and serious is serious. If you don't see something regularly and it's not something that's likely to kill someone, it's easy to forget it exists. Like, pserosaurs can't have kiwi fruit, that's a fact. But would I expect a doctor on Pluto to recognise a first presentation of kiwi encephalopathy? No. Alright, yes, I am trying to say that it was an obvious diagnosis. The cause of it, however, took a bit more detective work. You can... Oh, you've not even been putting this in the letter. Cool, thanks. I told the room that I had a few ideas about what might be the cause of the rash and obtained consent for a blood test and skin biopsy to confirm it. As I suspected, the blood test showed that Maya's IgE was through the roof. Ugh, fine. Please find attached the relevant investigation reports. Of note is her raised immunoglobulin E and the e and lymphocytic infiltration into the skin on the biopsy. The appearance of the skin and the results strongly suggested a diagnosis of allergic contact to dermatitis. The remaining question was, what had she been in contact with? I informed Maya that everything was suggesting that the rash had been caused by an allergic reaction, to something that those areas of skin had come in contact with at least twice. I told you, I haven't done anything that the guards wouldn't have seen, and there hasn't been anything new in the parts lab for months. Maya glared at me as I repeated my earlier questions, and I got that warning twist of anxiety in my stomach. I wanted to believe her, but... Wanting to believe someone, and actually being able to do it, are two different things. She denied contact with new foods, clothing, machines, cleaning products. What about animals? Clutching at straws, and trying not to stare too accusingly at her face, I almost missed the shadow that passed over it. Might have covered it up quickly, but there was no denying the sudden twitch of the parietal feathers on the Duthgren's head. Look, I'm not here to get anyone in trouble but it is important that we work out what's caused this so we can prevent it from happening again. The trio stared at me impassively. I took a deep breath. You know, it might not have even happened when you were awake. The prison I did a rotation at had a pretty bad rodent problem. It wasn't unusual for people to wake up with one in their pods. That's disgusting, Maya paled. That would not happen at the correctional centre, I was informed. It was at this point that Q-Sec helpfully searched the main network for the most common pest species on Themisto. We were looking for mammals, something that would shed dander if it brushed up against your skin. I was starting to think that the unassuming but powerfully destructive Grazel was our culprit. But then you scrolled across to the Jev and... Well, the guards would make terrible criminals. Jev are not pests! The Duthgrunt guarding the door exploded. They are incredibly hygienic and intelligent creatures which make wonderful pets. (laughs) I turned from the screen to arch an eyebrow in their direction. Maya had closed her eyes and was resting back against the bench in a silent, exhausted picture of defeat. Hey, sec, can you bring up the picture again? Well, I mean, if you ignored the tails, then they are kind of cute. If you'd started to forget what a cat looks like, you know. I finally got it out of Maya that the guards had noticed her feeling down last week and, being soft underneath all that thick skin, brought in one of their pet Jev for her to play with. She'd adopted a cat before getting sentenced and hadn't heard anything about what happened to the creature since her arrest. Playing with the mischievous, furry, jovian rodent had made her happier than she'd been in a long time. So, it kind of sucks that it's highly likely that the cuddles she had with the Jev are the cause of her rash. Maya stared down at the blistered mess of her palms as I explained this to her. Doesn't matter. There aren't any Jev in solitary, that's for sure. For a second, it felt like there was a whole business of Jev in my abdomen, their fluff-tipped tails thrashing around in my stomach. Am I too soft? Really? Really? if you say so. Sometimes I think you just want me out of this clinic room. <laughs> yes, we can wrap up the letter. I was unable to ascertain a likely cause of the allergic rash, and so I've advised my patient to keep a log of the new material she comes into contact with and have prescribed some antihistamine medicine to help with the current symptoms. I would expect the rash to clear completely within a few weeks, but I would gladly review the case if this doesn't occur or if the symptoms get worse. In the meantime, I'm discharging her from the clinic and wish her all the best for the future. I don't know if the president are going to be happy with that, but... I hope those guards get better at lying on the way home. (laughs) Let me have a read through the letter before I sign it. Oh, um... Hey. Babe? How are you? No, no, well, yes, I am working, but it's so good to hear from you. Don't, wait, one second, I just need to, I can you one that. second. Sec, the letter's all right, isn't it? Oh, wait, I think the very good. It's, uh, no, no, it's fine, the line's fine. I Don't end the call, I'll be with you in a second. Sec? Oh, I lost her. Nick, my conspiracy theorist. And girlfriend. I'm sure I did. She's moving out here soon, so... Sorry, Sec, I-, I need to call her back quickly because the time difference is a bitch. Um, can I sign the letter? Signed, Dr. Fay Underwood, The Vesta Clinic. This episode of The Vesta Clinic was created by ANC. It starred AMC as Faye Underwood and Sek as himself. Music by AMC and Ruby Campbell. Please check out our show notes for content warnings, transcripts, and your prescription of propranolol. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help the show reach more ears, please tell someone who loves podcasts to check into the Vesta Clinic. You can also follow us on your social media of choice, at Vesta Clinic Pod. We'd love to see you there.